everybody, but everybody, is go, go, go into our Ghost a Go Go show. Already the spooks are swinging, the witches are winging, the haunts are on the move. Order a ton of blue coal. Try blue coal for a week and see if it doesn't give you more even, more dependable, longer lasting heat. That's fair enough, isn't it? And remember, when you order blue coal, you get courteous, careful delivery and helpful consideration of all your heating problems. Now, I'm the U.S. Marshal. The soft drinks, I am partial. And if popcorn's good. I, I, I say it be. You like to mix of ice and this ice is very nice You buy a and you die a Now it's time for I bring you a message from the intergalactic. I know you don't have time to talk to plants, so I'm going to talk to them for you. Let's begin. It's always a pleasure, man. Do you want to yeah. uh, uh, shout out? I can put them at the beginning of the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so listen to us, The Ain't Shit Show on SoundCloud. Actually, just interact with me on Twitter. That's much more fun. Uh, at Ain't underscore show. Uh, I post on Anchor, too, but I need to get back into that and do a little bit more. Um, just follow your boy. Hang out. Be part of the revolution. Do something. Do something. Fucking do something. <laughs> do something. Yeah. Cool. Later, All right. Guys. Thanks, guys. Later. See ya. <laughs> I'm. Oh, don't worry. Damn, that robotic voice is terrifying, man. I love it, but it's. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a good way to get into the zone immediately. Now yeah. Recording. Welcome to the Thunderdome, the Technodrome, <laughs> or whatever. What's the thing that Shredder lives in? The Krang. Uh, Krang. Oh, whatever. You, you always idea. lose me with this shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hello um, again, and welcome to the Intergalactic Railroad. <laughs> Got Marcos and we got Max and we got Mike and we are all very very present and everything is completely fine. We're vibing. We're vibing. Prime citizen, have you taken your vibe pills today? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm here for my daily prescribed content production shift. Uh, oh my god! I am vibing. I am creating content. I yes. have taken my content production pills. We will div- divide and conquer. Yeah. Uh, no, like, so I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. Unfortunately, like, I I still listen to NPR, even though fucking NPR sucks. I donkey cock. I uh, I still listen to them. It's like one of those things that I'll never get out of because I I drove a truck for a long time. Like I, <laughs> I drove like I drove it all over the fucking state. And the yeah. only real radio station you get is NPR. So like that's all I listen to, and I still to this day would like listen to. It, but today they're airing. Um, the uh, the burial of George Floyd, or not the burial? Yeah, the the funeral. Yeah. They were like playing it in its entirety, and like it was really refreshing to like hear, like not like fake celebrity, like because when you watch like celebrity like funerals and shit like that, you get a lot of these like pre-written eulogies, you know, and like there are like the, the, there's like these dramatic pauses, a lot of melodrama in it, like. 
this is different. Like, this were, these were people in pain. These were people who were like stuttering. These are people who couldn't really find the words. And then there are people in there who were like, just angry and bitter and mad. I think there's that too. Uh, I think NPR and general like civil society or whatever really needed to show the guy going in the ground and be like, yeah. look, he's in the ground now and we're moving on kind of shit, which is very well, much they're, like they're, the people that were there were like, yo, just because he's in the ground doesn't mean that he's gone. Like this is not going away. In fact, it's, it, we should double down. There's a lady and she literally said like, she goes, if you think that, if you think that this is over with the burial of George Floyd, she goes, I can't wait. She's like, I can't wait to tell you. I can't wait to tell you that this won't be over until we bury it. Like, until we bury what? Bury everyone responsible for George Floyd. And I was like, damn. Like, that's, that's what we need. We needed to hear that. That's that real shit. And like, I forgot who I was talking to. I, uh, oh yeah, you guys know him. You guys know him as Cyber, Cyberdyne or yeah. Cyberson. Cyberson. Uh, the Marxist think tank creator guy. Um, we always, me and him are ideologically like way different. Like I'm all about like, I'm about peace and love, but I'll knock your teeth out, you know? <laughs> like that's, it's very much that. Like I, I vibe with people and I like people and I think people are great. I really do genuinely want to believe that people can change and do good things. I'll knock them out though. Mm-hmm. And then I'll pick them up and tell them why. But he's much, he's very much more of a like law and order type. He's not like with the police. But he definitely wants like order, right? And so I was telling him like the reason why people don't win wars anymore or like don't win ideological fronts anymore is because we don't we don't have two plans, which is like the, the aftercare plan, right? It's either exterminate the enemy entirely or reintegrate the enemy entirely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like there's because we don't have any plans like that, you just like, well we gotta win. And then like, okay, now we won, now what? There's every right. single fucking conflict that started since like the 80s hasn't ended. Yeah, it's because we have no plan. Like the plan is exterminatus. The plan is like, it, the plan is just shy of a holocaust. It's a very light, nice holocaust where they all die of poverty or they die of like disease that was preventable because we just blocked the UN shipment there. You know what I'm I saying? I think it's like, worse than that. I think that the actual, the plan from the other team, from the oppressive team, like this is the plan. Like, you just keep fucking, you live just long enough to make a replacement of yourself, and then you fucking die of whatever. And oh, yeah. you just stay repressed forever. But they, like the whole fundamental contradictions of capital thing, you're necessary to capital, but it's also necessary that capital refuses to tell you that. So like, it's, they don't want you dead, they want you miserable. Yeah. And it's horrible. Uh, to counterpoint, uh, the from since I'm I'm as of this episode, I'm just I'm an accelerationist now. Um, <laughs> the I found out that being a violent accelerationist is, is the way that you get stuff done in the world, apparently. So um, I'm not violent. I'm just I'm just I'm just po- a podcasting accelerationist. But the 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 take there would be um, wait shit fuck man I got distracted. <laughs> By the by the kayfabe. Would you? If you're a real podcast accelerationist, you gotta listen to this podcast at two times speed. That's the thing yes. I do. That's why I, that's why I podcast so slowly, so that I'll be able to catch up to myself later. Uh, <laughs> no, the thing the thing the thing about what the fuck the, the thing that you just said, Mike. 
I, I like have two ideas. The worst on oh, Capital's contradictions are that it needs you to be alive, but it also needs you to be completely subservient and shut the fuck up. So what it comes out to being is there's a war on not to kill you, but to completely, you know, your property. Demoralize you. Yeah, demoralize you. Yeah, because you're only an affordable labor machine as long as you're demoralized and fucked. But from the accelerationist point of view, capital actually doesn't need you anymore. It's building robots to do stuff for it, and that's the reason that they're just happy to like close up all the shops and let a pandemic destroy the like ravage the lower classes because it just there's so much surplus labor. They've been trying to figure out things to do with all the people for so long, and then they're, now they're realizing that even the the pandemic won't keep people won't kill people fast enough to stop them from rioting in the streets. Yeah. So it wants to, it wants you to it doesn't want to kill you, it wants you to be cheaper than robots to operate or just die of neglect. Yeah, the whole being a pacifist but I'll knock your teeth out thing I think is extremely refreshing that it's part of the public discourse at this point that it's just generally accepted that like yeah if you try to hit a peaceful protester they'll hit you back. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, it's not even that. It's like um, so here's a great example of, like. In my own personal life that kind of taught me this way um when i was a my, my dad was like a prison guy right like he was like, like in it or working there in and out of it like his oh, whole yeah. life all right like he was in and out of jail his whole life until he finally went to prison for like a really long stint and then he figured his shit out after when he had moved and he raised me like i was in prison right which yeah. sounds awful because it was but also Fucking very useful. shit dude. <laughs> but, but very useful right in the sense that like uh there was like this seventh grade um, this kid, uh, he like punched me in the neck. Mm. I was at a castle, but but he punched me in the neck, and I get up and broke my my cast, chasing him, and I caught up to him. I kicked the shit out of him, and then he, him and his like boys got together and beat the shit out of me. So like, they all came and they they whooped my ass. So like all you know, I got beat up by like four kids. And uh, after, you know. After that, after I got my ass beat, the principal of the school gets involved and they send me, they separate us and they send me on a suspension because I was the only Mexican kid involved. So uh, that was, it was obviously gang related that I got, that I jumped, that I got myself jumped. <laughs> That's literally what they said. Damn. <laughs> Which is very tight. Um, so, extremely fucking I mean, the normal shit. <laughs> it was so, related to a gang of kids jumping you. Yeah, I it I initiated a gang of kids beating me up. You, <laughs> so you basically started that gang by giving yeah. someone to beat up. You're like, you're like. <laughs> when you so say it that way, it makes sense. Subcommandante Marcos. <laughs> oh my! Anyways, so uh, I get sent home, and my dad he he comes home and he goes, "Or you got suspended from school today?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes. For what? And I said, for fighting. And he goes, did you win? I said, no. And he goes, all right, I'm going to kick your ass because you lost. Damn. He's like, not because you got suspended. He's like, and when you come back to school, I'm going to kick your ass every day until you beat all of their asses. Because you don't let them take, you don't let them put you down like that. And I did, and I got suspended four more times for kicking the shit out of those kids. And every time I would get home and I'd be like, dad, I did it. He was like, all right, cool, you're suspended. I'm going to beat your ass for fighting. <laughs> but long story short my dad just liked to beat my ass but the reality of it was is that it teaches you that like violence is something that needs to be used 
but it also it has consequences yeah you know what i'm saying like that's the long term but it, what it taught in me is that like violence should definitely be your last resort and when but when you do it be aware that you will have something they're like no one's gonna let you just punch them in the face and take it like nobody right right like they'll get their revenge on you one way or another you just like if you have to get to the point where you do something like that be aware that something like that is happening to you later on you know yeah yeah it's, it definitely like slaps the wheel of karma to go faster okay like what is it, uh what the fuck is that guy's name um he was the nazi who got punched Spencer. oh richard spencer yeah Richard Spencer got punched in the face and everyone was like, good, good that he got punched in the face. But the guy who punched him in the face ended up doing like time and I think he got killed in jail. Did he no. actually get got for that? Really? I think he did. I, 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 I never heard of that. I don't know, I could be I could be like conflating with someone else. But I know that like in the other thing, Richard Spencer went on to go work for the government. So who really lost in that one? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like like that's yeah, I don't know. Right now, uh, so they burned a precinct. Minneapolis is considering disbanding police, and like the snatch squads are out. I don't trust it, dude. dude I don't trust that they're gonna disband the police. I think what they'll do is they'll make it a private firm, like Cyberdyne or something. Right. Right, like a Blackwater firm, and then they'll say, "Well, we did it, and now they're more accountable." And then they'll figure out a way to juke the numbers to make it seem so. Like. This is a great example, and I'm probably going to get caught for this one, but this is, like, real. Sunnyvale PD, where I live, Sunnyvale, California. Um, there is no Sunnyvale, there is no police department here. It's private? No, it's called a public safety department. And it oh. is, what it is, is they, every cop is also an EMT and is also a uh, fire, is also, like, in the fire department. But all the departments are the same. That's so, it sounds cool, but here's the thing. You can get pulled over by a fucking ambulance. Sounds cool, yeah. Yeah, you can get pulled over by an ambulance and by a fucking, by, uh, what, like, all of the firemen carry. Oh, man. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. They're like, so, break down your door because your house is on fire, come in and look at you and be like, damn, he's too dark, and then you start shooting. That's already, so, and then here's where it gets, Sunnyville is the safest city in America. Right? It's like the third what? safest city in America. The third in America, right? You know why that is? Because they don't count all the crimes. As because they the literally, yeah, do? literally, okay. yeah, they literally, no, they just don't, they don't report crimes because they're a Sunnyvale public. Like they can say that uh, an officer arrived at the scene, but the officer was playing the role of a, of a what you call it, of a fire department or an EMT, and therefore did not respond and didn't have to write any kind of report. Ah, uh, what the fuck? That's <laughs> yeah, no, it's tight. It's very tight. Very call cool. the fucking fire department without the cops showing up and then they also they like, like this thing where they will pick you up and drive you to san jose or like drive you to the border of san jose and then report your crime happening right. there um a friend of mine got busted for a uh for a break-in that happened near mountain view and he got busted in they said that he broke into a house in mountain view but the time and then they said that they arrested him at the scene but then they wrote like where they had arrested him, and it was like on the sunny, like the Sunnyville San Jose border. <laughs> so like the paperwork didn't even fucking add up or make sense. And uh, so I remember the disbanding the policemen. The uh, I just went to Springfield like two days ago. So like the BLM people have been out here, and then there was like a riot on Friday, and like uh, there's like BLM people 
everyone was like, well, you know, Eugene's mostly white people. And so they're like, follow black leadership. And then black leadership is just actively having a fucking crazy argument. And uh, the people with the megaphones that want to fucking deal with civil society stuff more, that want to have like peaceful marches, they almost fucking marched with the cops and everyone got on their ass. Um, those people blamed white anarchists for it. And that I'm pretty sure Eugene was like one of the first spots that there's this video of the lady with a megaphone yelling at people when they're breaking windows out of five guys. And like- Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, everybody saw this shit, but no one saw that like that crowd was like the most non-white people I've ever fucking seen in Eugene. And like, so they blamed white anarchists and then the white anarchists turned around and blamed drunk college kids. When like seeing this crowd of people Everyone was having a great time, and it was a good thing. And then yeah, blame. Well, blame is the wrong. Blame is the wrong thing. Yeah, have like blame. There is no blame. The blame. If you really want to get down to the nitty gritty of blame, the fucking blame you blame is fucking society. The fact that it it makes more sense for me fiscally, financially, to go fucking risk getting locked up for breaking into a Target than to actually have a job and save four or five paychecks to buy a fucking TV, right? Like. So from like, there, there were a couple fucking, you know, they were getting tear gas for a couple days and then the recuperators kind of took charge. The lady with the megaphone sort of, at some point became like this focal point for like the city trying to recuperate the protests or whatever. And the protests aren't really fully recuperated, but there was like this tension. And then I think to deal with that, they wanted to be a little bit ballsier than they've been. So they went to Springfield across the river and Springfield men, uh, I got a call. I went out there with a couple other big white dudes because we were worried that like, they think everybody's Proud Boys. And it's like, anybody, when they say Proud Boy, they mean like, big white guy with a gun. Mm -hmm. So like, there's a grip of us that like, we'll just be around in case somebody needs to be like, you know, you need to ride out or whatever, make sure people are safe or whatever the fuck. And like, we went over to Springfield and like, people that I've met before and like friends of friends are those fucking people they're calling proud boys and like mm -hmm. this whole fucking block the whole fucking city was in front of small like they're like they're gonna come smash up our small businesses and they all got fucking ars out there's like old men with guns like fucking saluting us and shit as we like i showed up to this shit and motherfuckers are like you're ready for antifa to show up we're gonna get them and mm -hmm. like ah, yeah i'm <laughs> ready man but you have to understand like i would love it if they would get here <laughs> i was literally explaining like like I, I i get i get in these beefs all the time with like fucking all these like marxist Leninist spaces that i'm in like all these like discord servers and wechats and all this shit because their analysis of like typical marxist leninism concepts and shit is that like you know well we need to disregard race and and like and it's all about class and i keep trying to tell them like that works in like china where most like 90 percent of the population is chinese same with like vietnam same with like Laos, same with the Soviets, like literally 90% of the population is the population. The idea isn't like, unless you're trying to do like some Trotsky shit, which we can't do until every country is fucking communist, it's not gonna work, sorry dude. Um, <laughs> like literally fucking in America, if you talk, if you wanna institute a communist state, one of the, one of the things, one of the many things that you have to talk about is race. Because your class is, legitimately your class solidarity is legitimately trumped by your race right yeah like you, you can't. one thing i was seeing was that all these people they're essentially kulaks man they're like the small business owners just got mm -hmm. fucked up by corona 
And that's mm-hmm. like a big part of why they're freaked out. Like I was talking mm-hmm. to this dude that like has a tattoo shop and he's saying like, man, we're just barely in business and this is my whole fucking life over here. And I don't give a fuck yeah. what's happening. If anybody can like, I'll fucking mad. shoot him. Like, yeah. And like he's, they became a lynch mob, you know, like there was a lynch mob in waiting. That was absolutely like it was all these people that otherwise and these motherfuckers are hard people. Like mm-hmm. they fucking do not like the police, man. Yeah, no, I know. But like they're so frightened and don't know what the fuck is going on and like that's that Kulak shit where it's like their economic class absolutely put them in this position. And it just so happens that in America that means they're white. Yeah. No, big time. Yeah. And not only but, that, they Oh, go ahead. But not it just so happens. Like it's not that just is exactly that is exactly the the like structural problems that these protests have been trying to address yeah especially like talking about getting rid of cops and stuff like that what you were uh, traditionally like in the american uh you know liberty type shit you start getting into this kulak shit you start getting into like well i'll just protect my property with my gun and like that implies you have property that implies you have like a community of people that won't just shoot you for seeing you with a gun and like you're talking about landholder politics yeah yeah small landholder politics well so that one meme is like the most legitimate it's a fucking shitty meme but it's one of my favorite memes of all time and it's like because it's very it's very realistic despite it being so poorly executed it's the meme of the black dude with dreads and the malcolm x t-shirt and then the white guy <laughs> with the with the maga hat and like the truck yeah. and like the man and they're fist bumping and it's like what america's really afraid of and like yeah that's it dude like that's that's real right and it's got to be the most poorly executed but god but god damn is it fucking real dude like especially now more than i want i need that i need that that's a new flag fuck it that's (laughs) that's the new american flag as far as i'm concerned but like they're like getting back like okay so something you said earlier was like people should follow black leadership and like i I'm a little weary of that, if that makes sense. I don't know sense. what the fuck that even means. Yeah, people could just well, keep it. I don't know what it means. Let me let me let me lay down to you some some reality about like black leadership in the Ferguson protests, right? So check it out. Basim Masri, 31, died of a fentanyl overdose that is being disputed, had no history of drug use, all of a sudden is in defense. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh Darren Seals, 29, found dead in a car. DeAndre Joshua, 20, dead in a car, torched, right? Uh, Marshawn McCarroll at 23 shot himself on the steps of the state house. That one, I believe, but also that one in my mind is a murder. Yeah. Um, uh, Donye Jones, 24, suicide by hanging from a tree. They said he hung himself with a sheep and he tied a knot. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's they called it a suicide. Uh, Edward Crawford Jr., self-inflicted gunshot wound. They do not describe where the gunshot is, so you have to suspect it's either in the head. But I don't think that's the case because he was buried with an open casket. So, right, like, that kind of stuff makes me suspect when people say, oh, follow black leadership, because what that really lets me know is that when you identify black leadership, what you're doing is you're allowing them to be targeted. Yeah. 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 Target black leadership is what... Yeah, that's what they're they're saying. That's the fucking doublespeak for what they're saying. When, when When white suburban middle class moms are saying, oh, you should listen to black leadership. The thing about black leadership is... And what I really like about the BLM movement and how it's kind of in its current form is that there is no real leadership, right? There is no like, there is no CEO of BLM, right? <laughs> like so far, is, I mean, unlike Antifa, there's it's <laughs> like trying to they're trying to do it right now though. They're trying like all these people are inserting themselves, people with megaphones, 
Yeah, like, but they end up just they end up turning into D-Ray. Yeah. Right? And fucking where's D-Ray? The more and more they fucking compromise with the cops, the more Yeah, they turn they turn into Sean King. You know what I'm saying? They turn into Sean King and D-Ray. Like the fucking those guys those guys were in it for the media career. Let them be. That's not the that we don't give a shit about that. They can you can that's the thing about movements is that you can co-op movements and like in America, one of the biggest issues with like any kind of movement growing down or like growing out, even like the hippie movement in the sixties, I'm sure the countercultural yeah. movement was essentially co-opted, right? Yeah, essentially yeah. bought and sold well, and trafficked and like they made it something that it wasn't and in the same way the BLM movement is going to do the same thing alright so did you guys see these these people these actors these crisis actors <laughs> um, god damn it we're getting uh, into weird territory but I'm down no man these are these are actual I'm not I, you know me I I, I think people were talking about crisis actors long enough that people are actually going out trying to be crisis actors at this no point. no these people are just actors that happen to be at a crisis this is at the Atlanta at the at the Atlanta at the Atlanta oh, like this week for the cops no not okay well m- no maybe but there's this there's this group that showed up at a protest in Atlanta last week, calling themselves alternately the uh, the New Black Panthers or the Black Panthers Revolutionary Party, and they showed up with like ARs to this protest all in black and like posturing Black Panther uh, fists and stuff. But this person, <laughs> this this leftist Viking biker gun guy in. Uh, what uh he doesn't say where he is from but some fucking weird viking dude that it was like hey so i thought this was really cool but then i looked into it more and it looks like these people are actually all just like actors and models that have posted these pictures on their instagram now and <laughs> oh yeah that's the grip that dude did that in um uh in la this is I, a good friend of mine a good friend of mine actually like knows him and like literally like she said that his uh his his agent contacted a PR firm. Like, and it's a white guy, like it's a, a skinny white guy, and he's like, "There's photos." Like, they literally like asked the police to like put photos of him arrested, and when they when the police wouldn't do it, they hired actors to dress like police to do it for him. So like, of course, there's there's always gonna be fucking grifters in any movement, man. Like, uh, he's a great grifter. Like, uh, I don't know. I was involved in like 2015, no, not 2015, in 2005, and I was like 15 years old. I was involved with a group that was, I'm not gonna, I was involved with them uh, fighting the HRR 114. I think that was the name of the Congress thing, but what it essentially did was that it made it so that way, it used to be if you were an illegal immigrant and you got caught up, they would put you in a detention center and then send you on your way. That was it, right? There was like no paperwork other than, hey, you got caught here. And it wasn't a crime to be caught here illegally. Then they criminalized it. They made it actual criminal act. So if you ever got your shit together and was were able to immigrate legally in the future, because you had that criminal, uh, that criminal mark on your background, you now were disqualified from it. So it essentially made it so you That's could fun. never, yeah, you could never legally immigrate here ever again. So. When they put it in Congress, uh, I got a, I got a bunch of people together in San Jose. Me and this group started getting involved, and we were like talking. And then a labor union organizer named Ray Baeza, who I think he's still around. He, he runs KKUP, which is a uh, like 
off-brand NPR, like local news station, which if everybody has a viewers listening, fuck you, I hope you die of cancer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, this yeah. has been a sponsored Me message. Yeah, sponsored, <laughs> yeah sponsored, sponsored we agree with that. Yeah, fuck this guy. He was essentially what he was doing. He was he was like selling information to the news media, like about where things were gonna happen. And like so, he was nice. like, this is protection. He's like, they were doing this for protection because if the media knows, they won't go to the cops about this shit. And then like it turns out that like every single time we would try to do any kind of movement, the cops would immediately like be there barricading shit, right? Yeah. And it was it it at first like he was talking about it with the media, and then we asked him what media, and it turned out to be like this. It was like this fucking shitty, <laughs> cop like cop bulletin. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like they were like they were the police blotters in San Jose. Yeah. <laughs> he was like he was selling them where we were gonna be at, at a profit. He wasn't putting any of that money. Honestly, that's a killer there. grift. That is it. Yeah. That is that's that is a spectacular. And he's like, well, I'm a labor, I'm right a labor union guy, and blah blah blah. Like I I I struggle for the people, and no, you fucking don't, dude. Like the guy is literally one of the most fucking just evil grifty. Like even. Uh, he like collects all this money to go to Puerto Rico to like set up unions over there and then they never materialize but he's there for like six or seven months and he's talking about like yeah we do that for like to grow the to grow the movement and then that stopped immediately when the Puerto Rican uh, fucking hurricane hit was mm-hmm. that Hurricane Maria right so he's just going over there and chilling yeah so yeah and he was talking about building like a like like Trotsky shit like building a cross like a you know like a, a cross nation yeah, not international because it's still technically in America, but you know, same concept. An international shit is to call yeah. yourself an internationalist and then go to Puerto Rico and then fucking party. And then he was like, <laughs> like Al- he would like go to Mexico, but he would go to like Alcapulco and like all the you know all the touristy spots. He wouldn't be like in Tijuana where like the, the shit is real and needed. You know, like yeah, yeah fucking fuck Ray Bias. <laughs> Sorry, off track. What I'm getting at is that fuck grifters. That is the track, definitely. Yeah, the, no, yeah. we'll be doing that shit in like fucking hyper. They're in yeah. fucking speed mode right now, doing that. Yeah, it's great. Well, grifters are grifters are the the, the thing about grifters though is that you can use a grifter, right? Because the motherfucker, regardless of the motherfucker, he got us attention. He got us on the news. People were talking about us. At 15 years old, I gave a speech about like how my people, my people aren't aren't criminals. My people, like to criminalize the people, is one step short of slavery. Right. I, I right. at fifty there you can find video of me at fifteen years old, like on the San Jose Mercury News website, like talking about like hey, like, you know, my people aren't aren't a crime. To exist is not a crime. Right? And like literally like fucking I don't I don't bring that shit up and I don't show that people I don't show that shit off. You know why I don't do that? Because that feels like a grift. Right? <laughs> it feels like, oh look at me, I've been down with the cause forever. Well fuck it. You know what? Like there's no brownie points in that if you're down with the cause from birth or you just figured out that hey maybe black people deserve rights like yesterday then fucking you're on board if you just figured right? that out yesterday then we are watching you for a while <laughs> you're in a pro- you're in a probationary period sure you're in a probationary period but what i'm getting at really is that like lots of people get radicalized by lots of weird shit but i'm more skeptical of a motherfucker who was radicalized like who is radicalized by the grift you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. yeah. like like a, a grifter who radicalizes shit. Yeah, yeah that, producing yeah, content yeah. should be an unpleasant process. It should be like grinding your own hand through a meat grinder every day to make podcasts and go out to fucking things and be photographed in places. Oh fuck that! You shouldn't like. I know it. when the I know when my podcast is doing really good because I stop brushing my teeth. 
<laughs> I know I know that doesn't sound like those two things are like interconnected, but here's They're the connected. thing. Here's the thing. I don't brush my teeth when I'm severely depressed, right? I just completely forget. I completely forget that I even have teeth. Mouth bones. They're important. Yeah, my mouth bones, yeah. <laughs> and I know that my fucking I know that my podcast is like next level, just getting it, like hitting it, just bam, bam, bam. Because I am fucking extremely depressed. Like I don't even want to get out of bed in the morning. That's when I know my podcast is on hit right now. I'm doing it big time. Like <laughs> Yeah. But that's you know, yeah, it's a process. But like getting back to like what we were talking about, like, man. Of course there's gonna be grifters. Like even fucking Chapo. Chapo just released an episode today. I was listening to it right before I got in like <laughs> listening to your shit. And they were talking about like this movement can't last. Fucking Matt Christian's fat ass. This movement won't be forever. And fuck you, dude. Who cares? It doesn't have to be forever. It has to just happen. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Like, you know, yeah, of course. Sitting here in the hardest fucking part for the rest of eternity. Yeah, like, of course not, dude. You, but you have to understand that, like, people are mad, people are voicing their opinion, and of course, there's always going to be people in a grift that are, like, trying to capitalize on that. But the more and more people are paying attention, which fucking everybody is paying attention, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. And really, what it lets us know, like, of course, there's always going to be liberals that don't rise, liberals who see the like well we have to do something like abolish the police or we have to do all this kind of like like double speak where they say something but they mean something else but at the end of the day we really just need to continue doing this we need to continue protesting not only continue protesting we need to just continue doing what we're doing i'm not the guy i got too much to lose i got i got a family i gotta take care of i got family support same fucking people that are out here watching fucking movies watching fucking netflix about fucking black pain instead of fucking sitting here and have these conversations really you should just be out in the fucking street physically removing police from whatever position they're holding yeah like yeah. and you're gonna get shot you're gonna fucking die yeah and if you're not ready to go to jail for this shit or like die right then then you have to figure out a different way to do it you know at the end of the day but like can you fucking i recommend not dying let them we're not unanimous in this recommendation do not, do not fucking die. That is yeah, contrary saying, to the common task. The attempt to not die is very important, but like also, you're gonna sit at home while people are gonna fucking no. like increasingly. They got the fucking shit out in Chicago again. Uh, they're fucking probably hanging people by their fucking wrists right now. You know, like they're probably yeah. fucking cattle prodding people over there. They're gonna fucking be torturing people for the duration, and then they're gonna start fucking assassinating people. Well, they already are fucking killing people. Yeah. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Watch yeah. Netflix about it? That well, so like, you're gonna feel this what? I, this is what I mean about protest. A protest doesn't necessarily mean what you think it does, right? Like, yeah. a, you don't have to be out in the street, fucking risking life and limb every single night, but you do have to do what you do best, right? That is correct. Does that make any sense? Man, you come out here with the fucking so, like. I got a family. Like, like I, some I got a legitimate like, family. Yeah, like, I, I'm the <laughs> single. Yeah, I'm the only person who works in my whole family. Uh, I am the only person who has enough money to take care of all of their needs. Uh, if I die, I don't just die. Or if I get locked up, or if I get fucked yeah. up, or if I lose my shit, they lose it too, yeah. right? So it doesn't. It's not just me. Like I lose my fucking job, and everyone is like poor for a while. No, I probably will. My mom will probably die. My brother and sister will probably be forced into poverty for the rest of their fucking life. Like I have no 
there's nothing, right? I got nothing really, you know, it's, it's just me. So I can't be out there. So what do I do instead? Well, I'm like doing gorilla gardens, right? Because I like mm -hmm. to see things grow and because I'm good at growing things. So I start gorilla gardening. I start going out. I start organizing people around, feeding people. I'm good at feeding people. I like feeding people. Man, so I, like, I, 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 I want to register an objection to the whole idea of organizing people and working together with other people. That sucks. I, <laughs> if politics is going to be about that, I quit. <laughs> I, I, I only want to be online and touching computers. <laughs> okay, dude, then fucking, that's okay, but that's what you need to do. Then you need to go into the infrastructure of like, of like voting booths and figure out a way to get to like fucking fuck up polls and spread they already this do information. That. People already okay, do that. You it need does. to do that. But why you need to do that? You need to do that I for don't... like, a, you need to figure out a way to get into Q, right? To, to do a deep <laughs> op on Q and make fucking, and make biocosm Honestly, part of the Q movement, right? Honestly, and we get should... all the, we can make unlimited amounts of Q propaganda if you guys yeah. want to start doing drops with me. But we got. You, you think I fucking won't? You, I'm, I'm convincing, <laughs> dude. I'm. People like me. <laughs> we have to all become Q adjacent accounts and start dragging Q people into Jokerfication and from Jokerfication into nonviolent acceleration. Yeah, banification. Yeah. Banification. Lock down the city. And from there, we'll convince them to make a fucking pipe bomb out of some wax. And then, uh, <laughs> a little little, oh, little uh, ice cream cup full of concrete. <laughs> These so things like, that the cops. Yo, getting back find. to like jokerification. Okay. Jokerification yeah. is humanism, right? What Which is cool? Jokerification is, is is humanism. I don't it like humanism. humanism. No, I mean but humanism. But banification is transhumanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? posthumanism. Because jokerification, jokerification is all about like society's fucked up, and that's just the way it was always going to be. And this, we just, we're just waking up to it now. Whereas banification is, yeah, society's fucked up. Lift heavy, get big, bitch. Fucking get better than society. <laughs> <laughs> like, right? <laughs> that's. Yeah, that, you only I'm, adopted I'm, the makeup. I was yeah, born yeah, to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm big time into banification. I, we need to do that. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, yeah banification is real transhumanism. I'm, I'm going to tweet about it before you do. Did you already tweet about it? <laughs> I've been, yeah, I've been tweeting about that. <laughs> is it spelled with an yeah, E-I? Everybody was just <laughs> talking about it all the time. <laughs> no, but, I mean, like, look, I, me, I'm all about, I'm good at growing things. I'm good at feeding people. I want to, in my mind, the best way to sustain a revolution is to feed a revolution. So I've been putting my efforts into like figuring out better ways to like get more yield out of my crops and then I can fucking give them away to people, do brown bags, feed people for nothing. Um, really just like trying to figure sure. out the most, the most like, like almost like soup kitchens, but not really, but like where you can just kind of come drop in, get some food and leave. Do my dude that freaked out last night is currently making sandwiches for homeless people. He's doing exactly that. He's trying to- Yeah, no, li literally I was doing that on uh, Friday. That's the whole like, thing. You gotta like focus in on. All right, you yeah. guys. I got a. I got like seven minutes maximum. Okay. What What do we do about the fact that the Instagram models are infiltrating all of the ops that we, that are being done in the middle of our protests? Yeah. Use them. Get good frame. Radicalize them. Yeah, radicalize the fuck out of them. Mm -hmm. Right. Don't Don't exclude them from the movement. But they're Use hovering their the tops, so they're being hired. How okay, do you take so then what Intel we do Pro is and co Corona. Intel it? Yeah, Co Intel, Intel Pro. Just Co and Co and Intel Pepsi, Pro. But just yeah. like slobber all over it, all sick for animals. Nah, dude, I'm telling you, like, fucking, you want to know, like, there's two ways that we can actually, actually fucking, like, really make the movement broader. And that is, like, trick hot people into thinking that we're cool. 
and then <laughs> and then sucking off incels and making them read theory. Right? Like that's literally those are the two ways that we move forward. You guys are laughing, but I'm not. I'm not. Onward we march. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is how we the, do it. That's what I'm saying. There are other ways to be effective other than putting your body into a place where you will die. So yeah. be strategic. Accept a diversity of tactics. Some people have to be online. Some people have to be sucking on incels. And some the, people the, the have to be CIA blowing dude. holes in the walls of banks, theoretically, hypothetically, maybe. Yeah, the they, CIA they fucking to. literally was like, you know, making, like, testing LSD on dolphins to see if they can figure out if the Soviets could talk to animals. Yeah. What, like, that's the kind of shit that we need to do in the sense that, like, yeah, of course some of our efforts are going to be wasted. But the idea of it is that, like, we have thought of everything. Right? <laughs> we, we, we are going to do all of it because it's the only fucking... Because at this point, they've done it all to us, yeah. right? Like, we, the only thing that, the only way we get over and get out of here is, like, we got to figure out a way to fucking, they, they, they use, I'm positive that if we, like, in 10, 20 years, if we do a Freedom of Information Act against, like, if we just type in CIA and then type in intersectionality, I guarantee you, you'll get some hits, right? I guarantee you that the CIA definitely invented intersectionality. We didn't CIA, get, what the fuck? Every fucking redneck in America is currently terrified that the Antifa bus is going to show up and fuck their shit up. Oh, yeah. No, and that's like... Something we, psychological warfare or something. I feel like it's yeah. a victory, but it's not a good one. It's like a Pyrrhic psychological victory that we have. The motherfuckers are <laughs> completely freaked out. All that is done is actually, like, alienated allies for us. Well, no, are, now it's super easy now that you have all these people fucking terrified. Now you can go there and be like, oh can I help you with something, you know, and be friendly. And then they're like, I'm just so freaked out about Antifa. And you're like, don't worry, we got you. Don't worry, I'm Antifa. Just sign in. <laughs> don't don't you worry. Sign in your I'm window, and Antifa won't touch you. I have uh-huh. ins. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just yeah. like, because it's exactly how the fucking, the original mafia started up, all these fucking le- people that were growing lemon trees. You chop down a lemon tree, you lose 20 years of investment. And they are vulnerable. So the mafia walks up to them and they're like, hey man, we'll protect your lemon tree. Someone might cut it down, and they're like, "Oh shit, I never thought of that." Yeah, you please protect my lemon tree. Yeah, that's right. Give me the money, I'll protect your lemon tree. Put the fucking sign in your window. You can chill. You can go home. You don't have to with a gun. You're essentially Antifa now. You're in, man. Don't worry about it. But that's also that's also the reason why you see BLM signs in like the yuppiest parts of town is because they're like, yeah. "Please don't, don't, oh, yeah. don't Molotov me." And it's like nobody wants your fucking shitty little pearls that you're clutching. <laughs> You're fucking here. We're not fucking yoga you. legging store. Fuck out of no. here. <laughs> nobody wants your fucking. Nobody wants your fucking cupcake material. Your raw cupcake materials. Fuck off, dude. It's true though. But like, <laughs> your sourdough starter. Yeah. Where you're safer is where you see that because motherfuckers will go around. Uh, they're gonna come get you. You know. Well, hold on. Sunnyville is boarded up. Sunnyville's the yeah. like I said. It's the third safest city in America. It's boarded up. Is everyone? Right. Yeah, it's, it's gone. Less than less than 0.03 percent of Black people live in a, in fucking Sunnyville. Sunnyville is mostly Mexican, right? And it, like less than zero. Like in fact, Mexican is the majority in. Oh well, no, it's 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 like it's uh what is it? Southeast Indian now, but it used to be when I was like growing up, it was like mostly Mexican, and it's one of the most racist towns in America because it was literally like deeply Mexican. But everything, everyone who owned anything, like all the homes, all of anything, were white people who lived four cities away. <laughs> That's that Ferguson shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we've never had a fucking ride or anything. And you know why that is? 
because like the Mexican, the Mexican mentality and like, this is like a weird, it's very strange concept of like, there's a cultural revolution isn't fought by like fighting in the streets. Revolution is fought by taking money from the people who are like getting over on the people who are paying you. <laughs> Right, yeah. like these motherfuckers are paying me twenty thousand dollars to re-roof, and I only spent sixty dollars. Yeah, got him, <laughs> got him. Right, like that's, that's literally that's Oop. that's the Mexican way, which is honestly more people need to get involved on that. <laughs> but yeah, I no, think it, I think a lot of people are on that one actually. Yeah, no, we yeah, that's a good, it's a my, good thing. My buddy was okay. at a protest in Medford, and he lived in his bus, and. uh the rednecks got it in their mind that like oh that guy was at the protest he's antifa oh that's his bus that's the antifa bus and uh (laughs) yeah which is like on one hand it's like oh shit there's power in that but on the other hand it's like the power is your ass needs to go now because all the rednecks in fucking medford oregon are gunning for you and they will chase you all the way out of town like well, that's what I mean by like, like that's why like the it's not a real win when you think about it because what you're doing is alienating an ally, mm-hmm. right? What we need to do is we need to have like a I'm not kidding you and I don't know how this would ever work, but like the real shit that would really change fucking minds is like a is a fucking MAGA hat guy, right? And like a fucking uh, like a BLM guy like with guns both at the White House, like not pointing them at each other but pointing them at the White House. That's the that's the symbol of America. <laughs> I think it's like. I'm telling you right now, the boogaloo kind of went south real fast. All the boogaloo people, like, they wanted to be that. They wanted to, yeah, no, people wanted to show up. But people were like, whoa, 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 not yet. Like, don't do that right now. Hey, I gotta go. Hey, I gotta go. You guys, you guys, I gotta go. I gotta, I have a, I got a job. They're gonna hire me to wear a uh, a Hawaiian t shirt and this, uh, (laughs) carry this big gun at this protest. I don't know. I just have to show up and hug a cop and get my dick hard. (laughs) So that's uh, I, it's it pays twenty bucks and you know in this economy I can't turn it down so I'll see you guys later thanks for thanks yeah, for letting me uh, understand more about counterintelligence by listening to you guys do it on me. <laughs> You're welcome, sir. Anytime. All right. All right. Yeah. Good night. I think I'm, I'm calling the episode. I think I think that should be good. I got of sandwiches and stuff. It's always right, a pleasure, yeah. man. Do you want to? Yeah. Uh, Shout out. I can put them at the beginning of the episode because we always. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So listen to us, The Ain't Shit Show on SoundCloud. Actually, just interact with me on Twitter. That's much more fun. Uh, at Ain't underscore show. Uh, I post on Anchor too, but I need to get back into that and do a little bit more. Um, just follow your boy. Hang out. Be part of the revolution. Do something. Do something. Fucking do something. Do something. Yeah. Cool. Later, All right. Guys. Thanks, guys. Later. See ya.
working, always working to provide for the merchants. Really serpents, really serpents, and I need to find something. Really searching, this is urgent. Said I need to find something. Really searching, this is urgent. It's that rebel trunk music to get it hella live. Cause now this revolution will be televised. I hope in time for my children's eyes, not raised by the lies. And tell them how we built this country off of genocide. Where the fuck's your pride? Probably in the streets where the real people die. We said goodbye to the truth and hello to the lies. Shoot them down. Bullet with the butterfly wings. On to other fly things. Peace. It's the soundtrack to Malcolm's by any means. It's RBG. It's RBG. It's just as out of Morbid how we orbit, check to check with less respect Direct effect to less is that Infected with this capitalist threat If life is death, then which is fun? Smokers call for liquor lung Tongue is taught to talk a walk that's never seen but often thought Caught in this American nightmare We quite scared Audrey Lord, Tony Cage Show this young black boy no way James Baldwin, Gil Scott Heron Put them whiteies in they place Ella Baker saved the race Marsha P, we love you Don't just stand there, get right to it Come on folks, we need a movement It's the soundtrack to Malcolm's by any means It's RBG It's RBG It's just as out of trouble It falls to be seen as queens It's RBG It's RBG It's young queer kids that never fit in the scene It's RBG It's RBG It's RBG, 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 it's RB